Hi, my lovelies, and welcome back to another episode of the MSK Project. I am Joy, your host, and today's topic is titled Joy versus Happiness. Now, when I was choosing this topic, um, it came about because last weekend I had a Bible study with a friend and she brought up this topic and I was like, whoa, like, although it seems so simple and so self-explanatory, it's something that we overlook in everyday life rather you believe in christ or don't it's just something that we always tend to think that joy and happiness are the same exact thing or that they're synonyms and that's true they relate in certain certain um, standpoints but they're not the same definition and so i feel like the lord had me to dig deeper on this topic mainly because not because it's my name but it made me think about my name because a lot of people assume like oh, your name is Joy, that means you're supposed to be happy all the time. And I'm like, no, like y'all have it completely wrong. In fact, I'm quite the opposite. I'm not always happy. But I do want people to, when they encounter me or when they meet me, when they see me, I want them to experience my name. I truly do want it to literally radiate off of me because joy comes from within. And that's something I want to represent. I want to represent my name well. I don't think that every person who sees me sees me being happy, but they should experience my name when they're in my presence. And so I just felt like the Lord was laying it on my heart to share with others in case we kind of get the two mixed up. Um, so we're I, I, I don't think that this episode will be too long, but we're going to open up with a word of prayer and then get straight into it. All right. Holy Spirit, we welcome you into this discussion we thank you for giving us a mind to want to um, dig into your word and learn more about you. We thank you for allowing us to meet once again, allowing us to see another weekend. We thank you for your protection and your provision up until this point. And Lord God, we ask that you would just meet us here today as we are talking about this topic, that you would just open our minds to understand, open our ears to hear, and open our eyes to see what your word is saying to us. Father, I pray that this word falls on good soil and that um, we would all leave here knowing the difference, Lord God, knowing that you um, give us joy, Lord God, that it's found in you, Lord God, not in anyone else, not in anything else, Father. I pray that you would continue to reveal yourself to us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So I know when I first started doing my podcast, I would define the topic or the word that we would be discussing and I think I want to incorporate that back because it does give us a good well-rounded place to start off at um and so today I did look up the definitions of happiness and joy and it was not that easy because a lot of the words were similar or tried to equate the two together and so um when looking up the definition I kind of had to piece different ones together so bear with me if it's not exactly um, what you would look up but they're pretty similar so when I looked up happiness um, it's defined as the state of well-being or pleasurable experience and it's typically due to external environments and so when it says external environments it's meaning um, those 
things that make us happy from the outside, whether that's a new job or a relationship or it's money or success, whatever it may be, that's where that that's where happiness comes from. It it comes from something that makes us feel or emotion, this emotion of happiness. Um, and then when I looked up the definition of joy, which was way harder to define because it kept saying that it was a synonym of happy or that it, it you know, was so similar to happy that the definition was almost the same. So I had to look a little further for this one, but joy is defined as an internal state that comes from delight or being glad, meaning that happiness comes, it can come from the outside. It can be affected by those around us. It can be affected by the circumstances around us, whereas joy only comes from the inside. And that means that no matter what's going on outside of us, no matter what's going on, maybe even in our mind, that joy is still something that's within us. It's something that goes beyond just the surface level of being happy. You know, we're happy based on pleasant circumstances, but we can choose to be joyful in bad circumstances. Joy, having joy is a choice. It's something that we would have to lay down just those emotions and feelings. And we would say, hey, but in the midst of this, I have joy. Whereas when you're just happy, it's not as easy to lay those emotions and feelings down to the side because in reality, your happiness is so temporary. It can be changed and taken away from you so easily. Joy can't be taken from you because it's already within you. Joy transcends where happiness, it just reacts. It's just a reaction of, of, of a circumstance. But joy, it transcends that. Um, it's it, And with happiness being so temporary, the Lord tells us that, you know, we should find our joy in him. Um, the scripture that I'll be coming from right now is John 15 and 11. And it says, um, these things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. Meaning we don't have this joy. Just, we're not just born with it. You know, it's not something that we all just have right off the bat. Um, it's something that he gives us and then he wants it to stay within us. So even when he gives us that gift of joy, it's not something that should be easily shaken, something that can be easily taken from us, but it's something that we should have within us. And, and even when he says that it must remain in us, it means that he, he can refill it. He can refill it. It's not something that should run out. Our joy doesn't run out. When you're connected to God, when you're connected to him, it can be refilled by him, but only by him. It can't be refilled by outside things. It can't be refilled by outside people. It's only refilled by him. The world can provide happiness. And like I said, examples of that could be wealth, success, or jobs. They can provide happiness for you, but only God can provide true joy. That's the only place we get true joy because remember, joy is a fruit of the spirit, which means it comes from the spirit. We can't obtain it in our own selves. Um, it says in Galatians 5.22, most everyone knows that the fruit of the spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. But we know that we only get fruit from him, from his spirit. I, th I believe it says in John, like um, when you stay connected to the vine, you, you bear its fruit. But when you're not connected to the vine, you're not bearing its fruit. You're not bearing good fruit. So 
joy in itself is something that we should bear as a believer is something that we are called to have um, with us. You know, it's not, like I said, it's not something you're born with. And so we have to, we have to truly die to ourselves to, to receive that because I don't believe that everyone has, well, no one actually, no one will ever be perfect at having all of the fruit of the spirit. Some of us are stronger and some of, uh, some of us have fruit that we're great in, you know, like someone who's great in patience may be horrible with their kindness or, you know, vice versa, whatever it may be. But that's why he tells us, you know, the, that's the fruit of the spirit meaning we have to pursue the spirit in order to get those those things. It's not something we can do by ourselves. There's nothing we can do of ourselves to make ourselves um, have joy, but we can do everything in our power to make ourselves happy, everything in our power. And that's why so many times today, we have people who commit suicide because we think that happiness comes from this money or it comes from status but in reality, they never had true joy. They never had true peace within themselves. And then we realize, wow, there's something much more going on here. You know, we see, you know, social media influencers almost doing whatever they have to do to keep their, their platform, to keep their following. Yet within themselves, they're not happy. As soon as they lose a few followers, they're not happy anymore. As soon as they lose their money, they're not happy anymore. And then sometimes even with having all of that, they don't have a true sense of joy. They just have temporary happiness. They have temporary people in their lives who are there to experience that happiness with them. They're there to experience their, you know, their riches and their their glory, their fame with them. But if all of that was taken away from them, those people are gone, that money's gone, that power is gone. And then in consequence, their happiness is gone as well. But that's why we must find our joy in Christ. In Nehemiah 8.10, um, he tells us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Making that, that makes joy much more than just a feeling of happiness. But it's something that comes from the inside of us as an act of, of crying out and praising God in the midst of whatever is going on. You're keeping on this happy face um, when in reality, everything going on within you is in turmoil everything going on within you you're depressed inside you you have anxiety inside you're sad inside but joy is like you don't have to fake it on the outside because in the inside you truly are joyful and so since that's coming from within you it, it comes out and naturally you may be giving off this happy standpoint but that that's the thing happiness should not be affecting your joy it should be the other way around your joy should be affecting your happiness. What's coming from within you in the inside, from the Holy Spirit, that joy that you're getting from him, that should result in your happiness. It's like, it doesn't look good right now, but I, I'm still joyful. I'm, I still rejoice because look at the God I serve. Like, come on. You're finding joy in something other than what you see and other than what you you feel right now. When I When I looked up, joy as well i saw that it was the root word of rejoice which means be glad and then joy in hebrew is okay before i say it i'm sorry if i say it wrong but it's rena or yeah rena which means ringing cry and proclamation so 
having joy is a mixture of choosing to be glad while also crying out in prayer or praise to God with an optimistic faith that things will turn around. I'll say it slowly because that was a big mouthful. The root word of joy is rejoice, which means to be glad. And joy in Hebrew is rena, which means ringing cry and proclamation, meaning having joy is a mixture of choosing to be glad while also crying out in prayer and praise to God with optimistic faith that things will turn around. Now, a perfect example I saw of um, of this was in Psalms 126 and 5. It says, those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. Meaning, we don't have to, our joy from God gives us a way out. It's a way to escape those things that we're dealing with. It literally, that's why he tells, I I truly, God has made everything so easy for us if we would just choose him if we would just abide in him if we would just remain in him he's made it so easy he wants to make it easy on us he tells us to have joy so that we can escape those feelings those fleshly feelings of of depression those fleshly feelings of of sadness of anger we can escape those feelings and choose joy when we choose joy it's like he said those who sow in tears. That means when you're crying out, when you're sad, when you're not feeling it, when your emotions are all over the place, he sees that, but you'll reap in joy because you're crying out to him. You're not crying out to man. You're not crying out to people. You're not crying out, you know, um, because of how bad things are just in pity, but you're crying out to him in hopes and in faith that he will give you joy instead. He gives us an exchange. That's what that's what people don't understand. When Jesus died on that cross, there was an exchange there. There was an exchange. We get all of him through the Holy Spirit. We get all of him in exchange for him being able to rule over our lives. Him being able to have us as, as a, a people that will praise him and worship him for who he is. So when he died on that cross, He took all of those emotions and feelings that we deal with. And he said like, hey, you know, I know that you're human. I know that you have these feelings and emotions and that's okay. But I want to give you these fruit so that you can look past those emotions. You can look past those those feelings and you can you can feel it from within you. The spirit can give you joy from within. You won't have to search for it from the outside, from others, from people, from from you know, experiences. You don't have to do that. But that's a great example of how God can give us joy in the midst of bad situations. He turns it around each and every time. And as I'm closing this, I I feel like the best example of joy is Jesus himself. I'm always going to bring everything back to Jesus because, you know, he is our model. He's literally our model. We We, everything that we do in this Christian life is to model after him. He had the greatest example of being joyful because um, said that Jesus had joy in, in, in his crucifixion. He had joy in dying on the cross for us. Now, don't get it twisted. He was not happy to be crucified. Nobody would be happy to die. Trust and believe that nobody would be eager to run to, 
to their death, knowing that they're going to die. And it's not just a regular death. Like this is a painful death. This is a death that is tedious on your body. This is a death that doesn't just happen instantly. Like, no, this is painful. He, he was not happy about being crucified, but rejoiced in his sacrifice because he knew it would reconcile us back to God. He knew that it would reconcile us back to him. You know how selfless that is. So joy causes us to look beyond what we're seeing, just as Jesus had to look beyond his present sufferings. He had to look beyond his present emotions and fears and things that were all going through his mind. Because do remember, Jesus was fully God and fully human, meaning with him being fully human as well, of course he was fearful. Of course he was um, probably in, well, he was, he was, of course he was in pain. Of course he was not, you know, excited about this. He even asked God, he's like, Lord, let this cup pass for me. Meaning he even had doubts at one point, but when he was on that cross, he still had joy within himself. Joy comes from within. Once again, I don't know how many times I got to say it. it comes from within. So no matter how bad that circumstance looked, no matter how bad he was feeling, no matter how bad it hurt, his joy to know that we would be able to have a relationship with God for ourselves, we would be able to have a relationship with him on our own because of his sacrifice, because of his sacrifice, he's like, yeah, like I'll do it and I do it again. That in itself should just give us, it should give us the motivation to pursue this joy that he talks about and like i said we don't none of us will be perfect at it none of us were born with it but his spirit his holy spirit is there for us to tap into those those fruit it's there for us to grow fruit he tells us that we need to bear fruit if not it's like that's loki it's loki like we don't have any evidence of even being his child how can you say that you are a Christian, how can you say that you're a believer or are connected to this God, but you don't have any of the characteristics or fruit of him? Our fruit is a reflection, guys. People look at our lives. Our fruit is a reflection of the God that we serve. And so from this day forward, not even for y'all, but like even for myself, like I want to be able to choose joy. I want it to be something that that I am able to to live out, not just me being happy based off of outside things, outside people, like, no, like I want this to come from within so that even when things are going crazy, even when things are looking hectic, we can look back and say like, oh, but I still have joy in the midst of this. Like I still am, am rejoicing to the God that I serve. I'm still crying out to him because I know and I have faith that he can change the situation. He can change the external. So I'm just going to close. Um, I've, I've talked to a few people and I think it's necessary. I don't know why I didn't start this way, but I think it's necessary that I start to close my, um, start to close my podcast with the sinner's prayer, just in case I have to give that, that chance to any and everybody. Cause if not, I'm not even doing my job correctly. So we're going to close out in a prayer, um, in prayer. And you can just repeat after me if you've never accepted Christ into your heart or if you haven't done it in a long time and you want to rededicate your life back to him. 
So um, I'm not perfect at this at all, but <laughs> we're just going to go with it and see how it goes. Um, so, Lord, I know that I am a sinner. I confess in my heart that um, you are the son of God. I ask that you would cleanse me and wash me of all of my sins. Lord, I accept you into my life. I make you Lord of my life. And from this day forward, I choose to serve you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for joining another episode of the MSK Project. I pray y'all have a great rest of your weekend. And I will see y'all in the next podcast. Thank you.